Hey there, welcome to The Shaleen Show. Now, as a listener, I'm sure you can assume that you've got a lot in common with other listeners. You've got a lot in common with me. But did you know you have one thing in common with absolutely every single individual who's ever listened to The Shaleen Show? And you also have this in common with me? What is it? We're all aging. And that's what we're talking about today on The Shaleen Show. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Without question, I feel incredibly blessed to have the platform that I do. And by platform, I mean the social media following, you, the people who listen to The Shaleen Show. These things are a gift and I take them far more seriously. I understand the responsibility that comes with it. It is a blessing. There's no question. But sometimes it does have its downsides. For example, it's hard to know that you're disappointing people when they reach out to you. Maybe they've sent you a really long direct message with their life story in it and it's really serious and you don't even see it because it gets buried amongst messages. That breaks my heart when that happens. And sometimes people can be very angry with you. Of course, the more people you have, here's the thing you need to understand especially when you're looking at someone, you're like, oh, they're so lucky they have, you know, X number of followers on Facebook or Instagram. The more love you have, the more hate you have. It's just life is fair, right? So for every person who says they love The Shaleen Show and has written a five-star review, bless their ever-loving hearts. There's plenty of people who have not left a five-star review, have maybe left a one-star and a nasty review, which isn't very nice. But, you know, they'll rot in hell. Just kidding, just kidding. They are entitled to their opinion. The other negative side of having a platform or an audience or to make yourself a public figure, whatever, putting yourself out there, you're going to get negativity and sometimes just trolls, just people who jump on the internet and they want nothing more to do than to pick you apart. And frankly, it doesn't bother me. I'm quite used to it. It really does not bother me. And since I was probably 40 years old, there's been comments like every once in a while, you're old, ew, like, you know, rude comments about age. And trust me, I know I look good, but it can still bug you. And there's been times, I'm going to be honest, where I've like allowed that self-doubt to creep in and even wondered myself, am I too old to be on social media? Do I look old? Even though I know I don't, But you get a couple of those comments every once in a while, and it can start to like, you know, mess with your head. Add to that the fact that everybody is filling up their face with fillers and Botox. And listen, I'm not against it. But it's crazy to me that these 20-somethings are doing it now, Like, which is weird because I think it usually makes them look a lot older. And then I live in Southern California where everyone's face is starting to look the same. Like everyone's getting their cheeks blown up and their nose jobs and their eyebrows are up so high from their Botox and then they have these overly filled duck lips. And trust me, I am not above it. I definitely get Botox a little because I don't like that frozen face look. I'm pretty expressive. So I need to still be able to use my facial muscles. But the fact of the matter is it's pressure to look young or to maintain your youthful appearance, right? There's a lot of pressure and It's weird because you get these comments like, you know, people are like, oh, don't put anything in your face or, you know, don't try to look younger. But then all this pressure to look good and look younger, right? 
I mean, I try to keep things real, right? I want people to know who I am and what I look like, which is why I'm afraid to use filters because some people, man, they use those filters on every single post that they do. And then when you meet them in person, you're like, what? You scared me. And I don't want to do that to people. But I also, I'm going to be honest, I spend time and I always have. So this isn't about my age, but I'm definitely more conscientious of it, putting on makeup and making myself look presentable and, you know, just making sure that I don't look old and haggard because I don't want to get that feedback. I don't want that to be a distraction from my message. I don't want that to become something that gets in my head and then I'm holding back and not going on social media, not putting myself out there, not going on video. It's really hard to go live because when you go live, you can't control it. And there's a million trolls that jump on and they love to say sexual things and they love to make comments about your appearance and they will ask you to show them body parts. And in the next sentence, they're going to tell you that you're old. It's confusing and it's distracting. And sometimes it's hard. And I have thick skin. I'm confident. I know that these are, these are people who I don't care about their opinion. They're people who are trying to get a rise out of you. In fact, when they jump on one of my lives and make some of their stupid comments, I usually have fun with them. Where it bothers me, though, is seeing it happen to other people, to people who maybe are not expecting it, who aren't prepared for it. Who does deserve it? Nobody deserves it. And there's negative comments that are just trolly. And then there's the people who just comment about age. And I'm not even talking about social media. I'm talking about the press, Hollywood, the beauty industry. And for whatever reason, ageism or comments about a woman's age are just acceptable. Like I was watching a news program the other day. It was like a financial news show. It might have even been MSNBC. I don't remember. Don't quote me. It doesn't matter because on all of the news channels, it's the same. The men are in their 60s and 70s and so knowledgeable, which is what they are, right? And, you know, you really start to get this because, hello, as you get older and wiser and more experienced, you have more knowledge and people want to hear from you. That is, if you're a man. If you're a woman, however, I don't know. They certainly don't want to see you because if you look on any of the news shows, the male analysts are in their 60s and 70s and, you know, 50s and It doesn't matter whether they're balding and have glasses and are overweight. As long as they are knowledgeable, we put them on the air. But the women, on the other hand, have to be blonde and perfect body and coiffed and young and perfect makeup. It's like such a double standard. And trust me, I'm not pointing at the guys. Ladies, I think we are the worst. Most of the negative comments I see about someone's age or appearance are from other women. And this podcast is meant to call you out. And if you see it, jump on that person. If you say it, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Because newsflash, sweetheart, you're going to get old too. I know it's weird, but you see, there's this thing called time and we don't have any way to control it. It's just rolling by. You're going to get old if you're lucky. It is such a gift. It's a blessing. You better pray that you have longevity in your genes, because it just gets better and better and better. Your confidence is going to grow, your body acceptance, your wisdom, your BS meter becomes finely tuned. You stop caring what stupid people think or say. I mean, it's a really good place to be.
And I guess that's why it angers me. I'm intolerable at this stage of my life of bigotry and racism and ageism and sexism. Like it just, it doesn't even make sense to me. For example, the Daily Mail in 2016, they put out an article about Madonna. Okay, I'm going to read you part of it. It said, with her embellished biker jacket, flawless makeup and elaborate jewelry, she looked a fraction of her age, at least at first glance. But Madonna was ultimately unable to disguise her age while watching the UFC fight in New York City this weekend. And as she showed off her collection of rings, she revealed her aging hands. The pop icon raised her hands during the Irish fighter Conor McGregor's historic victory, only to reveal how wrinkled they had become over the years. And they featured this photo of her, which, by the way, her hands look fine to me. I'm looking at her hands right now online. I'm like, that's what my hands look like when I was like 22 years old. I've always had old looking hands. I mean, what is she supposed to do? Well, I'll tell you what she did. She went out and had a bunch of procedures done on her hands to make her hands look younger. And who else did that? A ton of young Hollywood stars like Kim Kardashian ran out and had injections done in her hands to make her hands look younger. Are you serious right now? Like, this is ridiculous. Newsflash, Daily Mail, making fun of or pointing out the fact that somebody is aging who is in fact aging and then shaming them for that is like pointing out the fact that a woman is pregnant and then shaming her for her growing belly. It's called biology. And what triggered this for me this morning is I was looking on social media and Tamara Judge, that's her name. She's one of the Orange County Real Housewives. And I don't know her personally, even though we live in the same area. She's also 50. She might even be 51. But her body is amazing. Like she works out all the time. She really became kind of a late in life fitness influencer. I don't think she started getting really serious about fitness, etc. until she was in her late 40s and has completely transformed her body. It's inspirational. She's done fitness competitions and she looks fantastic. Really, she looks fantastic. I know she's had a lower facelift, but so what? Like, in fact, she should probably get her money back because she doesn't look any different. She looked great before. She didn't need it. It hasn't changed her looks at all. She's worked hard for her body. It looks amazing. And I was commenting on one of her photos today, and I looked at the last comment before mine, and it said, old and skinny. And I thought, you know what? This is, no. Mm -mm. See, I won't fight someone on my own page because it's like, oh, I can just delete them. Who cares? But on someone else's page, I'm like, oh, no, mm -mm. no, you're not getting away with that, Missy. And of course, it was another woman who called her old and skinny. First of all, it's none of your business. How dare you comment on her body? And if you do want to send her a comment, how about you send it to her directly? There's an idea. Instead of posting it under her, her feed, why are you doing that for attention? That's why. And then calling her old? Another woman. Another woman calling her old, a woman who, guess what, is also going to get old. And by the way, right now, she appeared to be younger than Tamara. And frankly, Tamara looked a lot better. But that's the point is like, why are we trashing each other? Hey, thanks for letting me interrupt. You know, it's something important if I'm interrupting my own show. I know you listen to The Shaleen Show because you are, well, you're obsessed with personal growth. You want to be a better person. You want to live the life that you've designed. 
One thing that makes that possible for me is having a morning routine that simply doesn't change. The night before is when that starts. The night before, I pick out which book I'm going to read. But can I let you in on a little secret? I'm actually not reading the books. I'm having someone else read them to me. And you can too. You can get a 30-day free trial by being a listener of The Shalene Show by going to audible.com forward slash Shalene. Or like right now while you're listening to this podcast, you can just open up your phone and just text my name to 500-500. Ooh, isn't that so cool? It's so easy. Shalene to the number 500-500. Otherwise, just go to audible.com forward slash Shalene. Of course, I'm going to spell that for you. A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com forward slash C-H-A-L-E-N-E. And you can take advantage of your 30-day free trial. Now, can I share with you some books that I want you to download? Okay, stand by. Let me open up my app. Some of my favorites include Atomic Habits by James Clear. That's an awesome one. And if you get your personal development fix from The Shalene Show and you just want something that's just juicy, like a really good, fascinating listen, okay, hands down, the best Audible book I've ever listened to, without question, is Troublemaker by Leah Remini. You're going to feel like you're sitting across the table with your girlfriend and she's just telling you this unbelievably riveting story and you're not going to believe it. It's so good. I promise you'll thank me later. The best place to listen is on the Audible app. They have a huge selection of books. It's what I go to every night and I pick out what I'm going to listen to the next morning. You want to do that too. Again, go to audible.com forward slash Shalene for your free 30-day trial. All right, back to the show. So here's what I wrote back to her. Dear Monique McDowell, 45, why is it okay for women to shame women for aging or offer your opinion about her body? Perhaps you are unaware of this fact, but you too will be 50 like us someday, if you're lucky. And what a blessing it is to gain the wisdom of those years. You'll learn that thoughtless comments never make you feel better later. It's actually a disservice to yourself. May I respectfully ask, what would motivate another woman to bash someone about their age? We can't control the passing of time any more than we can control the color of our eyes or our skin. I hope that you'll reply, and I hope that you'll have a better day. And I actually didn't go back to see if she replied, because you know what? I really don't care. I wanted everyone else to read that. Like, we freak out as a society if anyone says anything about a person's gender or their nationality or their body type. But you want to comment on someone's aging appearance? Go for it. For some reason, that's acceptable, and it just shouldn't be. And I'm not perfect. I'm going to tell you that I have feared, worried about aging. I worry about my body giving up on me, letting me down. I worry that like all my hair will fall out. And I'm not so much worried about my face falling or my body not having the shape it once did because, you know, there's always fashion. And listen, it's not like I was Miss Walk Around Half Naked kind of girl. Anyways, I'm very modest. Like if you've seen me half naked in consumer workout videos, you'll notice in my social media, I never do that because I never do that. Like that is not me. I don't work out in micro shorts and a little teeny tiny bra top. I know that's supposed to be inspirational, but that's not comfortable for me. I just, I'm not that person. 
I don't lay out in the sun. Like, it's fine. Like, I will be okay with my body changing. But I can tell you today, as I sit here 50 years old, my body has changed for the better. Just ask my husband. It really has because I'm wiser. I know how to treat my body. I was so abusive to my body in my 30s and 40s. It's almost sad. And right now, my body has never felt better and I've never been happier with my body. Yeah, my skin is saggier, but my muscle tone, I'm so much happier with my muscle tone. I'm so much happier with my strength. I'm so much happier with the way that I can just perform and I feel every day when I wake up. So that encourages me. That makes me believe that I'm going to get better with age. Yeah, of course, things are going to sag and drag a little bit. But in terms of my body, I'm really happy about how it has served me. It's a blessing. It's a blessing from God. How lucky are we to have the gift of aging? I mean, it makes me sad to think about young people who lose their lives or people who are gone too soon. I mean, think about that the next time you have something negative to say about a person aging. Because here's the other thing. I just find that I'm happier and more confident and more successful and more peaceful as I get older. I'm loving it. And my body feels great. My body feels better now than it did when I was in my 30s and 40s. And there's something that's called the happiness curve. When we are first born in our early years through about uh, the middle of elementary school, (laughs) sometimes middle school, and in our later years from like 45 on, those are the happiest years of our life. So you should be looking forward to aging. And I'll bet if you are over 45 that you'll say that's probably true for you too. So why have we demonized this very natural biological process known as aging? Ashton Applewhite, a renowned expert on the topic of ageism, says that ageism is actually one of the last completely acceptable forms of prejudice. And she brilliantly points out that that prejudice is prejudice against our own future self. (laughs) The irony. And that irony is so prevalent. Like, think about it. We're all guilty of this. We're all guilty of having certain beliefs about age, every single one of us, myself included, you know, and I've got friends where we're like, well, you know, as we're getting older, it sucks to get old. Like we say these things and it doesn't suck to get old. I mean, certain things do, sure. But being young and ignorant or broke or inexperienced, those things can suck too. So it doesn't suck any more than any other age. In fact, I think it's probably better. And I think the sooner we drop these stereotypes and beliefs, the younger we get. Self-limiting beliefs don't help anyone. When I was a personal trainer, and even when I was putting together test groups, when I was creating fitness programs, what we would do is take applications from people who wanted to lose weight, people who wanted to be a part of this test group. And we would try to take a nice assortment, people who were all ages, races, sizes, people who didn't need to lose weight, people who didn't want to lose weight, people who hadn't exercised, people who were pretty fit. Like, so we would have a nice cross section of people. And every single time I did a test group, the women who were over 45, and by the way, this is when I was in my early 40s and and late 30s, the older the women were, the more they openly expressed their limiting beliefs about their age. And they would do it collectively. They would say things like, 
oh, well, when you're this age, or well, me and all my girlfriends, we all do blah, blah, blah. So it was almost like it was acceptable. And the belief was that your body was going to betray you, that you couldn't do certain things because you were a certain age and the people around you weren't doing those things. But it only takes one person to change your beliefs. It only requires you seeing one friend who can do it and isn't complaining about their knees and their back and their age. And they look amazing. For you to have that wake-up call and realize, you know what, this is just an excuse. It's not often the fact that we're aging that our bodies start to hurt or we put these limiting beliefs on ourselves. It's that our limiting beliefs cause us to do things that sabotage our own health, like being inactive, like giving in and having more desserts and eating foods that you know are not healthy, not good for you. I'm not saying never indulge. I'm saying once you start making excuses like, well, I'm getting older, I guess I better just give up, you start creating those limitations. And that's what makes aging unfun. It's not even the aging part. It's that you're listening to your own limiting beliefs. And of course, we're listening to the message from society, all the commercials for anti-aging creams, every single image that you see on Instagram of these 20-somethings that are already shooting up their face. And that's just not fair. Like, how am I supposed to look young when these young girls are trying to look younger? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm just going to be honest with you, which is the only thing I know how to be, there are some parts about growing older that are just a little bizarre. Like, you look in one of those 10x mirrors and you're like, whoa, when did that gray hair start growing out of my chin? Things start to sag. You know, you noticed age spots and like just little things about my skin that I notice. And I'm not going to lie and tell you like, I love it. I love the fact that my skin is getting drier and there's spots. on. Like, I don't love that stuff. But I do love how I feel. And I wish I could celebrate my wrinkles, but I'd be kidding you if I told you I did. You know, there are photos I won't post because I'm like, oh, no way. Mm -mm, No, wait a second. Who took this photo? Who is responsible for these wrinkles? Because it's not me. And as I've said, you know, I'm not going to lie. I love me some Botox. I am certainly not opposed to the nip and tuck and whatever. You know, I do think that is a personal decision. And if that's something you want to do, go for it. I mean, don't do it for somebody else, but if you want to have plastic surgery to deal with aging or sagging or whatever, that makes you feel better, go for it. But I don't think plastic surgery is going to guarantee that anyone looks young. And in fact, I don't think it's necessarily just looking young that we're after. We want to feel young. And without question, the older we get, it feels like the more maintenance we have to do. And I can't speak for everybody, but I can say for me personally, I'm not doing it for other people. I'm doing it for me. For the same reason that I pick out a cute outfit to exercise in, even though I'm going to be working out at home, I feel better. I do it because it improves my mood. And I feel better when I take care of my appearance. I just want my outsides to be a closer reflection to my insides. And I I think because I spend a lot of time thinking about what I'm eating and how I'm living my life and reducing stress and exercising the smart way and really taking care of my mental health. I think I do look younger than my actual age. And I wear makeup 
and I spend a lot of time thinking about my appearance because I want my outward appearance to match how I feel. Like It's weird. When I meet a 20-year-old, I feel like we have so much in common, and I look at them like we're the same age, and then it dawns on me, oh, shoot, they're not looking at me like I'm the same age as them because I feel like a 20-something. I know I don't look like a 20 I'm not trying to look like I'm 20-something. I'm not trying to behave like I'm 20-something. I feel like I'm 20 on the inside. So what is my point with this podcast? My point is, we don't need to fear aging, but we are certainly entitled to do things that make us feel good on the outside. And I don't think it makes any sense. It's wrong to shame people because they're aging. But I also think it's just as wrong to shame people for wanting to take care of their appearance, for wanting to have a more youthful appearance or for maintaining their appearance. Like, what's wrong with that? Who are we to judge each other? If somebody wants to have plastic surgery, more power to them. If somebody wants to go gray naturally and they feel good about that, then do it. But if you don't feel good about it, if every time you look in the mirror, you're like, I look old and drab and it's affecting my mental state, then friggin' dye your hair. You don't have to look like a granny. You don't have to just accept these norms. Don't give up. Like, just stop caring about your appearance. Care about your appearance because when you care about your appearance, I did a podcast on this recently and I got some great feedback on it. When you care about the way you look, it does affect your mood and that affects the way you interact with people and that affects the way other people feel. So it does have a trickle-down effect. The point of this whole podcast is don't be afraid of aging. Let's stop bagging on people or shaming people for the fact that they're getting older. It's just a fact of life. And we have to recognize that it's our own fears that are causing us to make such a big deal about it and not to accept the fact that it's, hello, biology. And you know what? Don't give up. Don't give in to limiting beliefs. Expect more of yourself. Know that you can get better with age. And ladies, if we want to see more aging actresses, if we want to see broadcasters and people on TV and in YouTube videos and popular in social media and in fitness videos who are older than 35, well, then we have to become their fans. We have to stop giving all of the praise to these 20-something fitness influencers and actresses and anchor women. Like, we have to start standing up for and becoming fans of those who are wiser and have a lot to offer. Why not? All right, so there's your call to action. Hey, thanks for spending this time with me. Thanks for letting me be honest with you. I appreciate it. I was thinking about having a plastic surgeon on the show so we can just ask her, like, in fact, what I'll have you do is send me all of your questions. In fact, why don't you do that? Send me your questions in a voicemail. That'd be cool. You don't have to say your name if you don't want to, but ask anything you want about plastic surgery. You can leave me that voicemail by going to my website, shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. Leave me a voicemail asking any question you want about plastic surgery. I will get a plastic surgeon, a female plastic surgeon on the podcast, and I will play your question and see if we can't get answers for you. It's something I'm interested in, so we're going to do it. All right. Thanks for spending this time with me. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon.